Buff Nation. I emoji, I emoji, I emoji, I emoji. <laughs> that is uh, Buff Nation's favorite emoji. Yeah, it is. Let's uh, go, by the way. We've been doing that one for a few months now, it feels like. Just uh, the straight eye emojis. I said this on Twitter, but I have to expound on it a little bit here. The fact, I've never felt like we were a more legitimate college football program <laughs> than the fact that our coach's pastor posts vague emojis on Twitter about recruiting. Yep. Like that is some real college football shit right there. Hey, shout out to um Pastor though because he's always liking my tweets and retweeting oh, yeah. my stuff and everything. He's in the mix. He is he's in the know for sure. Yeah, like he's just a member of Buffs Twitter now. <laughs> yes. That is the most southern football thing ever and we're doing it here in, in Boulder, Colorado. It's amazing, bro. Um we have another You might say it's good shit. It is good shit. <laughs> You're allowed to say that now this time. <laughs> I almost tweeted back at him. So he was tweeting at me today. And I almost tweeted back at him. Good sh stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> and then I was like, no, no. You can't tempt fate the like funny that, thing bro. Is the person who cared about that the least was, was Pastor, Pastor Smith. Smith so I yes. feel like he's like, you guys can just talk to me like I'm a normal person. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Uh, seven commitments in seven days for the Great Wall of Boulder. Sheesh. Yesterday, Matthew Bedford, former Indiana all-around offensive lineman. This guy's played all over the place. Yes. Left tackle, left guard, right guard, right tackle. He literally only hasn't played center. Um, by my count, he started 40 games. Crazy. He missed 2022 with an injury. Also, um, really quick, mm -hmm. got to give a shout out to Jacob Feinberg, uh -huh. who works for CU, who yep. started Great Wall of Boulder. Did he? Uh, yeah, he he's a student video creative, so he works under our guy John Snelson. Uh -huh. um, he's the one who we were talking to um, at the premiere the other night. Yeah. Yep. So he had it. He started it. It's funny thing. Really, really quick side note. He said, like, the Great Wall of Boulder, like, Shador's going to be busted next year. And people are like, what the hell does that mean? He was like, well, where I'm from, that's a good thing. Like, it's like a video game is like busted, you know, like <laughs> it's like unfair. People are like, you better change this. Like, it was a whole thing on Twitter. But I Great Wall of Boulder goes to Jacob. I can't keep up with all these new slang terms and stuff, man. Well, it's, it's all um, regional, right? Like different things mean different places. I've think. never heard busted in my life used for like something good. Yeah, it's like Mike Vick in Madden was busted, man. Okay. So you, you yeah. can understand. Yeah, that. for sure. But then people were like, you're saying he's going to get injured? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he already is kind of like busted at this point. Guy's got a broken back. Yep. He's bummed. I still don't know if he's being serious. He's like bummed that he can't go snowboarding, Shador. Yeah. I'm like, are we are we for real? <laughs> yes, you got Jordan, uh, Jordan Seaton on ice skates. Well, remember, he went like snowboarding last year at this time. But and then, everyone was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> But then what didn't it come out that that wasn't actually him? I think so, yeah. <laughs> like this dude was just like ripping and he's like, yeah. this is me. And everyone and then he was like, oh, it wasn't actually me. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Matthew Bedford, listed at six foot six, three hundred and five pounds, has one year of eligibility remaining. Um PFF graded him out as Indiana's best offensive lineman this last season. He allowed two sacks and fifteen quarterback pressures. On the season. Yep, we'll do that. We'll uh, That'll do. We'll take it. Coach Prime has completely rebuilt this offensive line in seven days. And they said it couldn't be done, period. Mm -hmm. Not that it couldn't be done over the whole course of the offseason. They said it couldn't be done ever, and he did it in seven days. 
And then you've got all these people coming in saying, oh, yeah, well, they came from low-tier programs and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, two starters out of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. You know, a starter out of the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, you added a tight end out of the Big 12, mm-hmm. who's going to help with blocking for sure. Uh, and then a couple starters from G5. But, like, all these players were starters. Starters. Yeah. And I said the whole <laughs> season they're going to get starters from Power 5 teams to come play here. Well, so far, if we were to project the offensive line right now, it would be three of five are starters from Power 5 teams. Yep. Um, we Even if you're playing at Indiana, sorry. Even if you're playing at Indiana, who was not good, look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. You're going up against Ohio State pass rushers, Michigan pass rushers, uh, Iowa pass rushers. I don't know exactly what their schedule was off the top of my head, but you're facing the top talent in the country, and even if your team wasn't good, you were still putting up respectable numbers. It's like... I don't have time to respond to all these people. But the one I would point to is Zay Weaver. Yeah. Whoever, whatever team is talking shit, Zay Weaver would have been the best receiver on your team this year. Mm-hmm. And he came from a 1-11 team the year before. It's not about, especially when it comes to individual transfers, it's not about how good your team was last year. There's probably a reason why they're transferring. Matthew Bedford was great. At, I mean, look, PFF is PFF. We all have opinions on it. He's graded out as the sixth overall offensive lineman in the Big Ten last year. Yep. I, I My feelings on PFF are just like my feelings on the recruiting websites. <laughs> I love them when they say what I like. That's and just I confirmation hate bias, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> it is. If, you're, if you say my guy was bad, you were wrong. If you say he was great, you were right. I've maintained an anti-PFF stance for years. At least I'm aware and accepting of my biases. That is true, <laughs> but you also embrace them at the same time. Of course, exactly. <laughs> I'm not trying to pretend like I'm not biased. Um, but CU is now seven new offensive linemen. They have almost created an entire new two deep along the offensive line. Uh, we can look at center and go, we don't really know what's going to happen there. Obviously, Tyler Brown could be in the mix for that or even just a starting guard position. So you add him in, that's eight. Yep. And then we'll see what happens if it's Jaquan, Jaquan McRoy who's next or another offensive lineman, but literally almost too deep. Totally. And, you know, there's a chance that you have some post-spring attrition uh, when a guy who comes in, he thinks he's fighting for the offensive line job and he feels like he's on the outside looking in. Maybe he goes and transfers, especially if this whole second transfer thing gets ruled out. What a mess, bro. Um, which is going to be an absolute mess. I doubt anything happens soon even though i know they've got the 14 day probation or whatever they call it on it right now such a disaster but you might see that that's okay like even being able to bring these guys all in for spring ball and have them go toe to toe iron sharpens iron no one's spot is given everyone's spot is earned will be better off for this team in the end yep so i mean you brought it up with the eyeball emojis but Sounds like something's coming down the pipeline. Who's next? Well, I will make my prediction. Okay. Um, All of the additions to this point have been about protecting the herd, right? Uh Uh-huh. Seven offensive linemen in seven days. It's all about protecting the herd. You know what else protects a herd? What's that? A shepherd. So my prediction. How long were you cooking that one up for? I don't know, like an hour. (laughs) My my prediction for the next commitment is Will Shepard. Obviously here last week, 
Uh, and dude, this guy can play, play. He can really play. Yep. Um, I got into the tape a little bit. My goodness. He has the length. He was winning contested catches. He's making spectacular catches, one-handed, in traffic, diving, all this stuff. And he's winning against press. He's winning against off. Uh, if that is the case and that's the guy, um, crossing my fingers, that is a huge dub. And, all, and it's another one that no one will be able to talk shit about because your team probably offered him. Absolutely. And... You just said about Zay Weaver. He's coming from Vanderbilt, like the worst team in the SEC. But the dude can ball. Yep. Yep. He's uh, a beast. I mean, again, being on Vanderbilt, not good. Mm-hmm. Catching passes against Georgia, good. Yes. <laughs> Missouri, yes. Florida, yes. like all those schools. So I hope, uh, I hope it's him. And uh, that's my prediction. I think you're right, but also throw out Ruben Unige, who Ooh, yeah. visited, visited this last weekend. Uh, he's obviously been tweeting about potentially joining CU. I don't. He's been kind of cryptic with it. But um, Coach Prime, I don't think, is done building this offensive line also. No, I don't think so either. I think you could definitely see more additions there, whether that's from the freshman ranks or from the transfer ranks. And remember, um, you are going to have a whole nother wave of transfers in the spring. Uh, yeah, we're hardly halfway through. Yeah. Not even close to halfway through, no, actually. No, we've only just begun. Yes. We've only just begun. And um, people are always worried about the transfer, the scholarship numbers. Mm -hmm. The scholarship numbers always work if the player that you can get is good enough. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, people are throwing out some other names that I want to talk about here in a second. But first, a shout out. To our friends over at... We've got some projections in the comments. Give us your projection or your prediction. Yeah, let us uh, know who you think is next. who is the next commitment. Brady here says, I think all of the eye emojis are for Ty Smith. Four-star A&M commit to flip to CU. I will say this. You had um, CU's... Oh, gosh, I'm going to forget his name off the top of my head. Blake, last name Blake. Um, their director of high school relationships or something like that. SCU? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, he he also tweeted out an eye emoji, so it got a lot of people thinking um, that it was a high school recruit, so it could be a flip. Well, Chandler tweeted something out too, right? Yep. Yep. Like all the recruiting stuff. I know. I love, man, I love those eye emojis. I want to <laughs> see as many of those on my timeline as possible. It means good things are happening. Yep. All right. Shout out to our friends at Circus Sportsbook and Casino. Um, the adults only casino in Las Vegas just makes things easier with IDs. It's also just a blast to be at. They've got stadium swim, 4,000 person capacity pool with the, some of the biggest screens there. And then their sports book has one of the massive, uh, screens there as well. It's probably my favorite sports book I've ever been to. Oh yeah. And, uh, we'll talk about this a bit later in the show, but we'll be going back to Vegas for sure. Let's Cause go. big 12 media day. Get my fist in there. <laughs> the next two years in Vegas. Come on. Circo, we coming. We are coming. And I got to say, I like to imagine. Well, do you want to talk about it more later? We'll, talk, talk about we'll it get it to it in a bit. Okay, okay. Let me finish this. Um, if you're heading out with the Broncos crew for the season finale against the Raiders, going to Avs Knights, the Pac 12 tournament or Mountain West alone, book your stay with code DMVR20 and you can get 20% off. Uh, also, download the Circus Sportsbook available in Colorado. 
You can go to circusports.com and download it right now. Circus Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Someone brought up um, Boo Carter. Mm-hmm. That was their projection. Yeah. I've never felt worse about Boo Carter coming to see you than I do today. Did you see what his mom posted on Instagram? I know, but that's the opposite of this morning. I was just drinking my coffee peacefully, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm on Instagram, and I see Jordan Seaton's live on Instagram. So I'm like, oh, great. Let's yeah. see what he's up to. I don't know why he subjected himself to this, but it's Jordan Seaton with three Tennessee commits, and they're all just roasting him for coming to see you, and Boo Carter is one of them. And he's roasting Jordan Seaton? Yes. Wow. He's like, they're saying four and eight and all the snow and all this stuff. And I was like, I got to turn this off. This is, this is crazy. Wait, Tennessee wasn't good this year, though. <laughs> I know. I know. But there's not much you could say when you're four and eight. I, I mean, true. But we were one and 11 the year before. It's almost like I don't care. You can tell me four and eight. Every mention in my on Twitter could be mm-hmm. four and eight for me. I just don't care. It doesn't phase me. Can you tell the people about Golf Passport? I can't tell people about <laughs> Golf Passport. <laughs> um, shout out to Golf Passport. Uh, man, great way to expand your horizons when it comes to golf in Colorado. Um, there are so many good courses here. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to fall in the trap of just like playing places near your house. But in 2023, you have to plan out your golf outings kind of far in advance. So you might as well uh, explore the rest of the state. Um, there's great deals in there. Like one example is like Pole Creek. It's a little bit up into the mountains, but like if you're having to book two weeks in advance, you can get the boys together or the or the gals. So let's go hit up Pole Creek. 27 holes up there. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm not sure if they still do this, but it used to be like you could just pay a mm-hmm. set fee and then just like play as much as you want. Um, so there's some great courses out there, and Golf Passport is the best way to go get deals on that. Jake, what is the call to action for Golf Passport? <laughs> For everything golf news, stories, travel, and tech, follow Colorado Avid Golfer on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and at www.coloradoavidgolfer.com and use code DMVR10 to save even more money. I forgot about our new setup. It's all good. But I'm, I'm back in now for okay. ad break number two. Um, so people were talking about Ty Smith. The really? reason, Go ahead. I was just saying, the reason why we're talking about him, he put out the gift today of... Old school Coach Prime when he was prime time, like on the, you know, the one on the TV show where he's laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just put that gif out there randomly. We love that. Been committed to A&M since June 30th. This is a four-star composite linebacker, 359th overall in the country, 31st overall linebacker, 6'1", 205. All, his whole timeline's like A&M stuff, and then just randomly today, that's what pops oh, up. Oh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Well... You know, it's not A&M anymore. It's ATM. And <laughs> uh, the ATM ain't working. It's out of order. It's broken. Yes. Busted, some yes. might say. Um, so let's go. Poach the whole class. They have lost so many players. They can't feel good right now. How could you? Also, like, they, they ended up going for Elko, right? Uh, Who's that again? Oh, the, the coach. Yes. Yeah, the Duke, Duke coach. coach. Yep. That can't excite you. No. I think the dude can coach football for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go from Jim, Jimbo to Mike Elko, 
And like, I know they were over Jimbo down there, but that can't like inspire a ton of confidence. And then everything's falling apart at the seams. I don't know. It's got, it can't be fun. I'm trying to find how much they've lost to the portal, but I, 247 doesn't have it for me. And for what it's worth, Jordan Seaton was standing his ground on being a buff. Um, of so course. I don't, I don't think there's anything to worry about there. No, that's not in question, I don't think. Well, I think some people are questioning it after I just told that story. But <laughs> I mean, the guy seems pretty locked in to me. Other people are saying smoke and mirrors. That is Boo's just setting up his flip. <clears throat> he could be. That would be an even better bait and switch than what Jordan Seaton did. So I hope so. All right. Um, we have our first visitor of the weekend. That is former Florida defensive lineman Chris McClellan. I think we've talked about him before. Okay. At least when he was offered. 6-3-3-20. That works. Yes, please. Appeared in all 12 games with one start last season. Had 23 tackles, one tackle for a loss, half a sack. Um, he played in 13, all 13 games in 2022. He was a... Four-star 2022 recruit, 113th overall player, 16th overall defensive lineman. He's from Oklahoma. What, what, is, what were his numbers this year? Um, they were 23 tackles, seven solo, one TFL, half a sack, one quarterback hurry. Nice. Not bad. No, we'll take it. But 6 3, 3 20. Also, don't forget about Cordell Russell. Yes. We, He's visiting yes. this week. Uh, first defensive visitor there is you what go. I meant to say. There you go. Uh, Coach Prime has been, well, he put out the tweet that it's going to be defensive heavy this weekend. Got some saps coming in. Yep. This is one of them. Yep. This is defense week. Um, So maybe I was off in my projection. Uh, Prediction. Why do I keep messing up prediction and projection? (laughs) I guess they're similar enough that it works. Um, Because Coach Prime was honest. He did say a few more offensive dogs. But it's kind of fun, uh, like theme week. Welcome to defense week. Yeah. Time to load up on dogs on the defensive line. Who else can say that in college football? Uh, we just had our offensive recruiting <laughs> weekend. Got seven offensive linemen. Got it's, another player coming today. Who knows who it is? It's crazy, man. It's I mean, Coach Prime is out here just calling his shots. It's wild. That's the power of he has. Yes. All right. Um, we did this last week. While we wait to find out who exactly is coming in, let's just go through some of the top portal guys because there have been some more entries and see who could potentially find their way to Boulder. We start once again, Ryan, with the number one overall transfer in the country, Walter Nolan. I think CU has been in contact. Haas Fawcett posted one of those like graphics with all mm-hmm. the teams that have reached out. CU is on there, but that's about it. We haven't really heard any legitimate buzz. Should we get our hopes up at all? I don't think so. Um... It's no secret that CU's number one priority was offensive line. Mm-hmm. And so their number one priority became Jordan Seaton. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, you know, they filled in some great, great gaps behind him. Um, Tyler Johnson is another huge acquisition. But what I'm saying, I guess, is if CU's number one priority had been defensive line, I think then you could have said, yeah, they have a chance here. Um, but they really put a lot of focus on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I just don't think you're gonna be able to get the number one defensive lineman in the portal. Is he a four star transfer or a five star? No, five star. He's a five star transfer. Point nine nine zero zero. So one last year, one this year in terms of five star transfers. Last year, yep. of course, Travis Hunter. 
Um, next guy, how do you feel about corner? Because there's two of them in the portal right now that are high, high, high profile guys. I would like to add a corner. Okay. So we've got Nylon Green, who was a 247 five star. He was a 247 sports composite four star in the 2021 class. Last year, he's from Georgia. Last year for the Bulldogs, played in, uh, or this year, I guess, played in 13 games, seven tackles, uh, one pass defense. Seems like he didn't play too much. And then the other one, one of Dre's favorite guys in the portal, that's Andrew Makuba, who played cornerback for Clemson, was a starter on that defense. We were talking about him, like, potentially coming out and being, like, a top 50 first-round pick type of guy this year. Wow. He went back in the portal. This year, he had... Played in 10 games, had 42 total tackles, two TFLs, six passes defensed, and one fumble recovery. Okay. So those are uh, two of the top secondary players in the portal. Yeah, I mean, look, every one of the, the DBs, the corners that the Buffs have, all had their moments. Um, Omarion Cooper was locked down for the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carter Stoutmeyer was showing out to have a fantastic early freshman season. And, of course, we saw flashes from Cormani when he was out there. Um, heck, we even saw flashes in practice from Israel Solomon and Namir Robinson. Yep. But in the end, no one locked it down. Um, and, you know, clearly that was because, I think, in my opinion, that the coaching staff didn't feel like they were doing quite enough. And so because of that... If you were able to get a lockdown corner that you feel really, really comfortable with coming into play across from Travis Hunter next year, I think you'd feel great about it. Um, let's go back to the defensive line here. Another former A&M top recruit. This is LT Overton. This was a 2022 247 Sports Composite and 247 Sports 5-star uh, he's out of Georgia, listed at 6'4". This is when he committed, listed at 6'4", 265. Uh, played defensive line. I don't know if he played too much this year, but he's the number two defensive lineman in the portal behind Walter Nolan. Uh, we still have Joey Slackman in the portal. Yeah, I thought he committed to Illinois. Nope. And then it just like nothing ever came of that. But remember that? I didn't see that. Oh, there was a post from like someone who... I think covers Illinois who was like Brett Bilma found his guy in the portal and spent the last 48 hours courting him with everything he had. And he got his guy. Wow. And then like, I just, nothing else happened after that. No, it was two, four, seven timeline just has offers since he's entered the portal. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I, I remember looking the next day and being like, why is he still in the portal? And then I went and looked at his profile. I was like, he didn't commit. Someone messed up then. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but he's still available. The 6'4", 300-pound defensive lineman out of Yale. He is currently the third overall defensive lineman in the portal. Oh, uh, it's Clay Patterson. Oh, is that who it was? The align- uh, okay, that's my bad. It's white defensive I know. lineman. <laughs> Both from uh, <laughs> Ivy League Ivy schools. League, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the edge. Um if you didn't see, we'll talk about it a bit more, but Derek McClendon declared for the draft as well. That's now CU's third pass rusher that's gone to the draft. Yeah. They uh, need pass rushers. They they certainly need pass rush. I was going to say, like, there's all this debate on whether he should have done that or not. For me, I say thank you for being a buff. Mm-hmm. Best of luck. 
And let's get to work on replacing these guys. Yep. So the first guy we're going to talk about here, another Georgia kid, uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Not the wide receiver who plays for, who does he play for now? Bengals in my head. Oh, I remember him being a lion. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else then. I can't remember where he is now. Okay. Anyways, this is a different Marvin Jones Jr. Plays edge, 2022 recruit. Uh, 247 Sports Composite and 247 Sports 5-star. Was listed at 6'4", 245. This last year at Georgia, played in 12 games, 12 tackles, 4.5 TFLs, 1 sack, 1 forced fumble. He is in the portal. And also, uh, Kyle Kennard. This is, well, Georgia Tech, so same area, basically. Um, I think this is an older player, though. Yeah, he was a 2020 recruit, played a lot of football last year for the Yellow Jackets. 12 games, listen to this, 54 tackles, 11 TFLs, 6 sacks, 1 interception, and 2 forced fumbles. That's Sheesh. a player. That is production. Yeah. Uh, listed at 6'5", 235 as well. So much production, he could work for Alyssa. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, so there's your, those are the two edge rushers I picked out, uh, two top available edge rushers, according to 247 sports, compo- uh, transfer ratings. Um, I don't know. There's, I think there's going to be a few lots of offensive guys that still come out this weekend. Yeah. So I threw a few guys in here. Another guy that we've talked about quite a bit, Chase Basantis, the former, uh, Texas A&M lineman was a four star just last year in the 2023 class. He's still available in the portal. Um, we got one tight end last weekend in Shimoma Tayer. But the top three 247 sports transfer tight ends are still available. Okay. Holden Stays, that's the Notre Dame tight end. Justin Jolly, who we've talked about, he's been offered by CU, actually. Mm-hmm. And then Jake Johnson, who's a tight end out of A&M. Okay. That's all I got. I'm excited to see when once the uh, once the faucet starts leaking, <laughs> and we start getting some uh, some news on who's coming out this weekend. The portal is deep. The portal is incredibly deep, and again, people just are using these old phrases and shit that they used to say about the portal that they think just apply in 2023 that they just don't. Like, no. oh, you can't do this in the portal. You can't find that in the portal. You aren't going to get this. It's like, no, everything is in the portal. You want a superstar wide receiver? There. Mm-hmm. You want a flashy running back? There. You want an, a new offensive line? It's there. Although it might be gone now. It's in Boulder. I mean, um, yeah, there's probably only w- a few teams a year who could yeah. actually build an, a line out of the portal. You want a starting quarterback? Yes. It's there. Like, you can do everything in the portal. It's insane. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of like on this exponential curve where it just kind of gets better because... More and more players just keep entering every year. Yes. Like, it was a, you know, met with a lot of, I don't know, I guess doubt about going into the portal and what you can actually do. And then just over the last three, four, five years, it just keeps growing and growing more. Like, it's not as much later or guys who are later into their career. Look at all these 23 guys who have been entering recently. Yep. And that's one of those things that people just don't look at. The, another thing, they're just used to portal guys being older players. Yes. You go get a Terrell Timmons, 
Mm-hmm. And you look, go look at where he slots into the scholarship chart. And then you're going to go, oh, they got a high upside player who's really fast, who fits in perfectly with the way their, their classes stack out. Like, that makes perfect sense. So, again, you know, w- what happens in the media is people get these old ideas. They hear, you hear something, right? Mm-hmm. You heard... Um, I don't know, some college football guy on ESPN. I can't think of any right now for some reason. Um, talk about <laughs> this like two years ago. Yeah. And then you just got it in your head. Oh, you can't get a line in the portal. Yeah. So then you just repeat that shit until it eventually becomes so wrong that you have to change it. Mm-hmm. But that's just a, a there's so much um, parroting that goes on in the media of just hearing something and then repeating it. And the, the transfer portal has completely changed. I mean, even from last year to this year, the depth that exists in the portal is insane. Yeah. Like, good team. You know, what's ending up happening is just everything's filtering up to the top, and the cream is rising. Uh, and you know, you can you can have your takes about whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But um, what what else is happening, Jake? And this is happening even to CU players. Is schools are tampering like crazy? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, and so you're getting even more in the portal, and it's not even really the portal anymore. Mm-hmm. Basically, everyone's in the portal because schools are just hitting up. There's a starter on or a, a high-caliber contributor on the buffs who got hit up and offered an insane amount of money to transfer. And if it's happening here, it's happening everywhere. Yep. Caden Green, we don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully, he's buff. But the original kind of theory coming out of um, Soonerville is that Missouri just showed up and said, we're going to give you this much money if you transfer. Yep. And so, like, all college football is the Wild West right now. And it's insane. And I do believe eventually there's going to be someone who steps in and says, there's way too many millions of dollars exchanging hands between uh, 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds right yeah. now. Like, we're going to have to stop this. But it's crazy. I mean, let's put things in perspective here a little bit before we move on. The portal opened on December 4th. Is the 13th. It's only been like 10 days. We're not even halfway through this portal window. And this is how deep the portal has gotten. And then we have a whole spring portal where kids are going to go again through spring football, realize, yep. oh shit, I'm not going to play here. I need to leave. And there's just going to be another wave. Yep. Um, go ahead. Here's the other thing that's going to happen. Jake, we are not far from a world where players, especially at positions that the NFL values low, are making more money in college than they will make when they go to the NFL. Like For an, sure. Like inside linebackers and running backs, which are more impactful, in my opinion, to NFL team or to uh, college teams than they are to NFL teams. Uh-huh. Are, you're going to start seeing like a star Heisman <clears throat> caliber running back get paid like $3 million to go somewhere. And it's like, you go look at what free agent running backs are getting paid right now. They're not getting paid that much. Dude, Blake Corum last year for Michigan. Like, he had the injury and stuff. He got a bag to come back to Michigan. He, yeah. Even with the injury, he would have gone, like, top two rounds in the NFL draft last year. Yeah. So prepare for that because it's going to add a whole nother wrinkle to things. Um, you're already kind of seeing it with um, women's basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Caitlin Clark is probably making uh, is making a ton of money right now. Yeah. And there's no uh, incentive for her to leave quite yet. Uh, and, since... and the thing is, like, 
especially for like Caitlin Clark, not to get into that whole conversation, but she should be just as marketable as a WNBA player as she is at Iowa. So she should be able to keep those big deals. And you it's know. not more that there's probably more people watching college women's basketball than the WNBA. Well, I'm saying the other way around though. She should be just as marketable when she goes to the NBA uh, or WNBA yeah. as she is in college. Uh, you know, she's still an insane hooper. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that turns around, but it is, it, it's going to get to the point where like, positions that the NFL says that's not as valuable of a position those guys are going to get paid to stay in college and they're going to do it yep um there is a spring portal it's only 15 days okay so this is from Justin Williams he's a staff writer for the athletic he tweeted this out this morning breaking in Ohio versus NCAA judge John Preston Bailey issues a temporary restraining order only for the next 14 days that grants immediate eligibility to any college athletes currently seeking it via a multi-transfer waiver. There's another hearing scheduled for the 27th of December. That's that 14-day window. Um, he has another tweet. This essentially means for the next 14 days, NCAA can't require any multi-time transfers to sit out while seeking a waiver for immediate eligibility. Um, so weird. It's, we, it's like, whose line is it anyway? We just make up the rules as we go and nothing matters. That's that's pretty much what's going on right now in college football. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, I had never heard the term restraining order used <laughs> in this context until the Jim Harbaugh situation. Yep. I was like, what is this new thing where like you get restraining order applies to a, a rule? This is how fucked up the NCAA is, is that you can just like sue them, take them to court, scare the hell out of them and just literally change rules. This is crazy. It's crazy. And so then, are these players going to play in bowl games? I don't know. I <laughs> honestly don't know what this means. I don't, I don't know either. if it means that if you need a waiver to be eligible for next year, that you have this 14-day window to just get that waiver. Or if it mm. means what you were saying, where like if CU was in a bowl game, Tyler yes. Brown would be eligible to play. I think that's what it means. It's crazy, though. It's so crazy. It makes no it's sense. It's so dumb. The whole, I mean, I don't know. The whole thing is just like, it's convoluted, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't just tell everyone they can transfer unlimited, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm saying that in a question form, it's like, I guess you could, but this thing is already kind of losing its um, structural integrity. And when I say this thing, I mean the NCAA. Yes. Because everyone's bouncing around like crazy. At the same time, maybe you could allow people to transfer unlimited, but like, if that happens, teams are going to be tr flipping their whole roster like yeah. every offseason. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, it's like, well, people like Tyler Brown absolutely should have been eligible to play this year. So, like, maybe they just need to have a better committee mm -hmm. that goes through these things and determines whether or not guys are immediately eligible. It's just, it's just wild. Um, and Tyler Brown's another one who's like essentially you, you, you might as well say they've added eight offensive linemen this offseason. Right? Yeah. Because you're adding Literally. Tyler Brown to the mix. Yep. Shout out to our good friends over at Red Hawk Roofing. They're Denver's best roofers and they have joined the DMVR team. They're also DMVR fans. Um, so support them. They do their work with quality materials. They have decades of experience. They got a quick response time. You can hit them up now for a free no obligation roof and property inspection. It also comes with a free in-depth photo report for all inspections. 
Uh, winter is basically here, man. So get on it if you need a new roof and hit up our friends at Red Hawk Roofing. If you're looking for a new roof over your home or business, be sure to check out Red Hawk Roofing at redhawkroofing.com and tell them DNVR sent you. By the way, it was Jordan Blake who I was talking about who tweeted about it. Director of High School Relations oh, for CU okay, Basketball. Okay. Um, and then Shady Rays. Shout out Shady Rays. Stay fresh uh, with the Shady Rays. Keep the sun out of your eyes and get great, great deals. Um, Shady Rays is crazy because not only do you use the code DNVR and get 50% off two pairs of sunglasses, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if you get yours lost, stolen, or broken, they'll just replace them for you. Yeah. So it's They're like amazing. You just get, like, don't even, my original reaction was like, oh, I just get two of my favorite style because. I'm going to lose them yep. or break them eventually. Yep. No, don't do that. Get two different ones. One that's more, uh, you know, in your lane. One that's a little crazy. Yeah, experiment a little. Experiment a little. And uh, and get into that Shady Rays cycle because you'll be in there for life and they'll keep taking care of you. Uh, so go check out our friends at Shady Rays. Use the code DNVR for 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. All right. We've been talking about the defensive line coach quite a bit recently because oh, yes. we don't know we don't really know if Coach Sal is going to come back or not. He was rumored to maybe go to Charlotte, but Coach Prime put out a tweet today um, and kind of set something straight. He quote tweeted someone who is basically asking him to go get Coach Early at, yep. from Houston. Yep. Uh, a lot of people have been on that train. So Coach, coach Early is actually a free agent right now. Oh really? Yep. I thought he was still at Houston. I didn't know that he was. They brought in a new staff. Oh, and that's he right. Was not retained. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know if that's true. Well, they did hire um, Willie Fritz, right? Tulane coach. I think so. Uh, anyways, Coach Prime quote tweeted uh, this question about Coach Early and said, "We chose Coach Sal March, my brother, and stop listening to lies. You know, I've kept it 100 since 1989. We good, by the way. Sap and Sal are straight. Yes, sir." Uh, and also the person was saying, like, I know early denied you in March or whatever. Yes. He's like, no, we chose Coach Sal in March. Yes. Um, so there you go. Uh, I kind of said it yesterday. I, I wasn't sure when I said this. I'm not saying I was like, oh, I told you so. Mm-hmm. But you said, like, we're not sure on DL. And I was like, Sal's still here, isn't he? Like, yeah. When that, all that stuff came out over a week ago and nothing had happened yet, I thought, okay, well, maybe he's not going to take that Charlotte job. Mm-hmm. He's going to stay here in, uh, in Boulder. Uh, Coach Prime kind of put a stamp on it today. Yeah. Uh, and... It's kind of a perfect setup, right? You have the old Wiley coach who's been there, done that with everything. You bring in Warren Sapp, who's Warren fucking Sapp. Yeah. And have him learn, you know, the ins and outs of being a coach from Coach Sal. Exactly. Um, It's a great situation. And I think it puts Coach Sapp in a, or potentially Coach Sapp, Warren Sapp at this point, in a good position to, you know, learn how to coach like you said but can just focus on being a recruiter or like focus on helping out the kids just like what coach prime talked about just in the hot tub just teaching them like you know like hand moves and stuff like that like there's not the pressure of having to teach them a whole defense and all that right away so i have a feeling that coach and this is not as a replacement because we're always going to have coach hart uh-huh. But I have a feeling that Coach Sapp is going to become a regular on the DNVR pregame show next season. That would be incredible, yes. bro. Yes, it would. And 
he's such a fit for this show. Yes. Especially when we add Neely in the mix. Oh yeah. Because he's just cracking jokes. He's hilarious. He's uh, he he would be just a perfect fit. I have a feeling it's gonna happen. Uh, check out the pregame show. Uncle Neely just talked to Sap. Yes, he did. Yes, uh, Warren Sap loves him some Uncle Neely and vice yep. versa. Um, we already talked about, it, but Derek McClendon declares for the draft. That is now the third ed- edge rusher as left CU. Yep. Um, we have some young guys, Tajay McCoy. Uh, you guys like Savelle Smalls, Arden Walker, of course. So. You know, there's some there's some pieces already. Like, I think it was Coach Nick Williams. He said uh, Arden Walker's prime for a big jump next year. Basically, I think right before Utah, uh, JD kind of said the same thing as well. Yep. So we feel good there. And Arden was one of the most reliable edge players for the Buffs this yeah, year. Yeah, he played great. Kyrie Mann's played great at times yep. too. DV. So, DV, of course. So we have some young pieces, but it's a room that I think is gonna see some attention and we still kind of missing that guy yeah that game changer yep need a just a guy i mean like you said yesterday a sack artist yes someone who other teams are worried on third and eight yep that he's gonna get back there Uh, a lot of people have asked about uh see you doing in-home visits and yesterday brandon davis swain the four-star defensive line commit out of michigan Posted a photo with Coach Kelly in his living room. Coach Kelly's Hold, out there doing the thing. Yeah, holding the uh, state championship trophy. I think so. That or like MVP. He's won like an MVP trophy for best defensive player in Michigan. Let's go. He's been playing both ways. He's Dude, been playing tight end. His offensive highlights are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because he's just so big and strong. Yeah, he's a beast. Yep. Um, that's a blue chip commit. And we don't talk about him as much as we used to. I think he committed in like June or something like that. But Brandon Davis Swain is a dog, man. A four-star, 247 Sports Composite, 247 Sports, four-star, top 300 player. Let's go. I'm, I'm super excited about him. Last thing I have today, Big 12 Media Day. Let's go. Las Vegas. <laughs> <clears throat> so here's, here's what I like to imagine happen, Jake. The Pac-12 brings over four teams. Yep. Into the new Big 12. <clears throat> Brett Yormark, is that his name? Yep. Uh, has a meeting. He calls those four teams in. And he says, what do people like about the Pac-12? And what they said is, well, everyone loved that we had all of our big events in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. He's like, now that's something we can adopt easily. <laughs> so now we're going to Vegas. We might be in the sphere. I know. I'm hyped. <laughs> Please put us in the sphere. <laughs> Although, is there room for us to like set up our own... <clears throat> That's a good question. Sign us up for the sphere. Uh, sign us up for Circa. We're coming back. <laughs> I'm trying to find the tweet. Because there was two other locations. Here we go. Host sites being considered in Vegas are the Sphere, Allegiant Stadium, or an MGM property. And an MGM property means about 20 different yeah, places. It, so yeah, Almost every uh, <laughs> hotel down there. Um, not Circa, though. Um, nope. Allegiant would be cool too, I guess. They did it. Didn't they do it at Jerry World before? Yeah, they so. did it on the field at AT and T last year. Okay, that could work. I honestly don't care. Put it in Vegas and put it in the middle of the desert. I'm in. I mean, you don't have to tell me twice. We're going back to Vegas, bro. Easiest flight. Good time. <clears throat> I hope they. Make, I hope they keep it two days though. Not just it was a two the, day. 
Well, that was just a mess last year. The Pac-12 was like, let's pack this shit up and get out of here, yeah, bro, basically. <laughs> but at the same time, two-day uh, media days means three days for us in Vegas. Yes. Which is the perfect amount. Um, I guess one more thing. This just came through. Colorado's offered former Liberty Flames defensive back Preston Hodge. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> he had 48 tackles, three TFLs. Um, one forced fumble, two interceptions, and eight pass defenses last okay. year. So a player. He was a true junior, it seems. Yeah, came from Juco to Liberty. So there you go. Let's go. Dude can play. He can play. And his position coach, when he entered... Sorry, no, his... Uh, director of player of personnel when he entered the portal said certified dog all right shout out to our friends at game time uh wherever you may be in this country if you're trying to go to any basketball hockey or bowl game potentially hit up game time uh they are the best at getting you in the door at the last minute not just games though concerts events whatever's going on in your city check out game time Today and take all the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use that promo code Buffs B U F F S for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Buffs for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We got like three CU basketball home games. We got the CU women's team playing out here. So plenty of opportunities with Game Time. Also, shout out to our friends at Breck Distillery. I told you guys, smooth. Vanilla-y, a little bit of sweet, uh, and that's just their bourbon. Um, but I love their bourbon as a little after-dinner drink. Uh, put it on. I, I go on ice. I'm. What about you? How do you like to drink? I mean, your I'm bourbon? not a straight bourbon drinker, but okay. I can I can drink it straight or on ice. It's yeah. A, it's whatever. On ice for me, I like my drinks to be cold. I was freezing this morning. I'm drinking iced coffee. That's just how I roll. It's uh, weird. Bro. Actually, cold brew. But same thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, you can get your uh, Breckenridge bourbon. If you go to BreckDistillery.org, Breckenridge Distillery, or sorry, BreckenridgeDistillery.com uh, to check out all of their spirits. They also have a uh, espresso vodka that people love it's around delicious. here. It's delicious. So check them out, BreckenridgeDistillery.com. All right, Alyssa. What's up, chat? Eric asked, Jake and RK here, Vegas is Colorado at six wins in 2024. Disrespectful. It's too early for this shit, bro. Can't <laughs> Disrespectful? Do it. No. Can't do it. Money-making opportunity? Yes. There you go. I think it's plus money on the over, too. Let's go. Let's go. Sign me absolutely up. We're going to have payday again. Payday party. Uh-huh. I wonder what city we'll be in for the payday party next year. <laughs> uh, Caleb Dirks with a super chat. Thank you, man. Says, if I guess Anquin Barnes, Alabama transfer DT, he was heavily recruited by Charles Kelly when he was at Bama. Um, I mean, he could be. I'd imagine he'd come on a visit first and checks it out before he commits, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But who it knows when be. the next commitment is? Yeah, sure. Uh, LJ Mula, I think okay. that says. <laughs> We're going to do this Amari Ward thing so once and for all. Did Amari Ward get offered <clears throat> or no? Okay. I spoke to someone at CU's recruiting department, straight up asked them, is this legit? They told me, no, it was not legit. Mm. So we did not cover it. We have not talked about it. We're, it's 
obviously an awkward situation of sorts. It is an awkward situation. Also, I don't know why people are coming to us to clear up the situation when a literal coach yes. on CU staff cleared up the situation. Uh, not, not to say that you guys shouldn't be coming to us, but like, there's not. I, I feel like everything's pretty clear now. Right. Uh, it's all out there. Um, and, and what I don't want to do is pile on exactly um, with Amari Ward because he's been through a lot. So let's talk about this today. He doesn't have an offer from CU. I don't know how all of these places just took that and ran with it when he tweeted that he was coming. Um, like, not just like anyone, you know, like I on know. three is posting graphics with him. In it. So as of now, he's not coming to see you. Uh, and let's just leave it at that uh, and know that he's been through a lot and wish him the best. Exactly. So there you go. Uh, AJ says, any words on OC? Nothing yet. Um, we're still staying pat with Pat Shermer, it sounds like, for now. All right. So was that on purpose? That or was accident? off the cuff. No, <laughs> I was just running with it. <laughs> Caleb with another super chat says, am I delusional to think that Antoine Hill decommitting means we have a legit shot at Bryce Underwood? I think we've always had a pretty legit shot at Bryce Underwood. Uh, I mean, the dude straight up came to see you, watched the game, was hanging around Shador the whole time. That seems pretty legit to me. Anyone that takes a picture on the wall, you have a shot at. But exactly. As I've said every time, if you want Bryce Underwood, 5430foundation.org. There you go. Uh, committing January 6th or 7th, I believe. So a little less than a month away from that one. All right. Osmald Nato asks, when does the next episode of Coach Prime drop? Tonight, tonight. or tomorrow? Yeah. Should be tonight. That's when they came out last Probably week, Probably up right now. <laughs> Whenever we think it's there's a date, it's always up before that. Watch this one though. Your boy is in it. Let's Your go. Your boy's in it heavy too. We were both in this one. Yep. Well, I think yeah. We were both and, in. Uh, were you in episode one? I was not in episode one. Okay. But I, I figured I was until I watched episode <laughs> one because I was in episode two and three. Yep. Yep. But uh, watch this one, man. You get to see what Coach Prime said to Jay Norvell after the CSU game. Just gonna leave it there. Oh, that's a, so far. Well, and you get the Jimmy Horn, yes, uh, whole story. It's so an amazing this, episode. This episode is fire. I'm trying to pull it up right now. See if it's nope. It's not up yet. So check back. D Mills asks, "Is Dancy linebacker slash DN's coach?" Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. That's official. What's up, Chris? Yes. With Alto, Smoke, and Wilkerson, do we need another portal running back since we will be run heavy next year? Um, I don't know if we'll be run heavy. I think with Shador, you're still going to throw it quite a bit. But We will definitely not be run heavy. There's got to be a much greater emphasis on the run. Yes. Um, but run heavy tells me over 50%. Yeah. I I would just like if we would, could get to like 40. Right. Um, but we've talked about adding a portal running back. I mean, you never know when someone else is going to jump in the portal. Um, and I think that there's a lot to work on with this running game. So if they think bringing a running back in is the best course of action, I'm all for it. I'm not going to fight it. Of course. Especially if it's ETN. Mm -hmm. uh, smoke's gone, by the way, too. And Wilkerson, who knows? Chris is saying USC's Bear Alexander might hit the portal. <clears throat> Man, that would be crazy. That would be wild. What I'll say about this is 
Bear Alexander got a crazy bag out of the portal last year from USC. Um, so crazy, he was basically untouchable to any other school. Yes. That being said, USC fans complained about him all year. Um, I don't know what his final production was, but this is a part of the NIL world that just blows my mind. Um, because you're having, like, I'm not going to call... They're definitely not average Joes if they're funding the, the collectives, but you're having like pe normal people. I don't even know if they're normal. <laughs> you're having people outside of the program. We'll call them um, pedestrians <laughs> who are paying money uh -huh. to get players. Yes. And then they're like, tr like tracking them like stocks. It's crazy. It's like, oh, I'm not getting return on my investment here yes. because Bear Alexander doesn't have enough <laughs> sex. And then that's how they so end up wild. back in the portal. Because um, people are like, I'm selling my stock. I think the reason we were asked this, this doesn't seem like anything too cryptic to me, but Bear Alexander just tweeted less than an hour ago, a person fencing and then deuces twice. But that's also the USC thing is the, right. the fight on. Fencing. Yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to be a Trojan with a sword or what that is, but <laughs> that's, I've never, I didn't know that emoji even existed before now. Wow. Okay. You didn't know the peace emoji did? No, I didn't. I don't think I, I knew that a person fencing emoji oh, existed. Oh, that's the emoji. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Uh, Larry asked, do you think Smoke is, Smoke is a, was a graduate transfer, guys. He's done. He's out. He was, he was at the Iron Bowl and see who was yeah. playing uh, Utah. Utah. He put out a tweet the other day, like, looking for coaching opportunities and stuff. Like, he's, he's yeah. unless he goes to the NFL, he's done playing. He's done playing in college football, at least. All right. Um, Civilians. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Thank you so much. Smuggle says that's his favorite <laughs> emoji. I Does didn't it even have know a meaning that we exists. don't understand yet? Uh, maybe. Is there an emo uh, a meaning to the fencing emoji? Like, I don't know. On guard. <laughs> I'm just going to tweet that now. Just tweet a <laughs> random emoji every day and see what people make of Whenever it. Whenever the people start tweeting, when we get into vague emoji season, <laughs> just you should just tweet a random one that you've never tweeted before. Okay. Sounds good. Should I do one right now? Yeah. Which, we which emoji do we have here? All right. I'm going to find you an emoji while we find out what the meaning of the fencing emoji <laughs> is. I'll find you the most. Uh, Jimmy Horn is, I mean, from everything I've heard, staying. Okay. Random emoji. <laughs> Just the tooth emoji. <laughs> Just one big tooth. Okay. Um, you could go with a construction vest. Ball of yarn. Ball of yarn. Huh? Coin purse. That one's kind of uh, leading. Coin purse. That's like dropping the bag. Um, earthworm. Never seen anyone use that one before. <laughs> I like earthworm. Okay. Uh, you could do empty nest or full nest. <laughs> Bubbles. I need something extremely vague, bro. Okay. I think the vaguest emoji. I don't even know what these things are called. It's this little thing that they put in like ramen. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, that's what we're going with. That's the most random emoji I can think of. All right. Tweet has been sent. <laughs> Let's go. That's a great vague emoji. <laughs> I like that emoji. That one right there, like the ghost face one. That's like with the smoke around it, kind yeah. of. Yeah. What's your favorite emoji? Dude, I've been really big on the salute emoji yeah, you told recently. Me. It's it's salute emoji season for me right now. Um, it's just such a good response when someone says something, you're just like, yep. One of my probably most used ones ever is like the the sweat bead dropping from the guy's head, like with the smile. <laughs> Use that one a lot. Feel like that describes my life. Really, <laughs> yes. just constantly sweating. <laughs> yes. And then the the tough one, the guy with the steam coming out of his oh, nose. I yeah. love that one. Yep. Um. The salutes in there too, though. I like the um, the happy tears. Yes, which is like the smile with one tear. The single tear. Yep. <laughs> the watch is a classic too. Yep. What's that one say? Yeah. Oh, oh top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the slot machine. What is that one? Did we do the eye emoji before? I yeah. did the eye emojis oh. on the Jordan Seaton day. I did it, I think, before uh, Cam Michael when Box did it. What's crazy is I then threaded us on the show of me saying, like, oh, I'm trying to get in the vague emoji <laughs> game. And Dre be like, uh, tweet out the eye emojis right now. I'm like, okay, I will. And then, like, people were still just like, you don't know anything. <laughs> stop trying to pretend like an insider. It's like, okay, well, you guys clearly don't know how to read a thread. <laughs> do you have a favorite emoji, Alyssa? That is way too... That's so generic. Give us something else. Come on. We're going to need something other than crying laughing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be on brand for you, I think. All right. All right, we're going to call it there. <laughs> um, You're already getting wait, DMs about to, your emoji. I need to see. I, I'm, I'm trying to tweet out this offer. I haven't been paying attention. Literally in a group chat with Jake, someone sent that emoji in there with um, the gif of, what do you mean by that? What? What emoji is this? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is amazing. I love the vague emoji game. We might have to do this uh, once Weekly, a week to yeah. end the show. Just, all right, what's the emoji today? Let's drop the emoji of the day. The emoji of the week. That's a good one. Oh, so the trash sign one, too. That is a good one. I thought that was the Nebraska emoji. <laughs> it's pretty close. Don Peasy with the Super Chat says, like always, great show. And to see my Great Wall of Boulder moniker taken off oh, to the moon. Hashtag credit. the sco, Hashtag sco. Taking credit from our guy Jacob. <laughs> I guess so. I, 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 thought it was, I thought it was Jacob. All right. All right. <laughs> that was Great fun. show. Love yep. you guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs. Like the mayor.